Hello everyone and welcome to the Flight Sim Podcast with me, your host Ben. On this episode 2 we have the weekly Flight Sim news, uh, the FSC guides and my plane review of the week. Sit back and enjoy the podcast. For our first news article of the week, uh, FS2 crew have released uh, the Quality Wings 787 and it's just recently been updated to version 1.1. So this is the uh, FS2 cruise version of the Quality Wings, and uh, the article on FS Elite uh, says, uh, released a couple of weeks ago, FS2 crew have updated their Quality Wings 7872 version 1.1. The new free update uh, provides a range of of changes based on feedback and reports from the community since the release uh, from FS2 crew. The full list of changes is highlighted below, but we'll cover a few highlights. Uh, to begin with, the UK voice set has been completely reworked. Uh, the exact details on what has been reworked uh, and other uh, things haven't been exactly listed. Uh, uh, but most importantly, there have been a lot of uh, first officer updates. Uh, including uh, fixing the f- uh, settings for the flaps so the 20 and 25 degree on the Model 8 has now been fixed uh, and adding a new pause after the first officer has read the notes a range of conflict options have also been included such as auto lights at certain altitudes and also uh, to do with door closing procedures uh, so there's an extensive list of the change log on the FS Elite uh, website which you can easily find and as well as a video. And another update news, the IXEG737 Classic has updated to 1.3. The article off FS Elite as well reads, uh, IXEG have updated their Boeing 737 Classic for explain uh, to version 1.3 and it brings significant bug fixes and additions and uh, some of the bugs include uh, the runway turnoff lights bleeding through uh, the scenery uh, standby power logic and fixes to the uh, thrust reversers opening even after the fire handle has been pulled Uh, IXG also includes a lot of improvements and additions which the full list is available on the FS Elite there is quite an extensive list uh, as well uh, but mainly I think the 1.3 update is going to be for the bug fixes so uh, that IXG has uh, unfortunately been plagued with and recently Nilviz have released their Beach King Air 350 uh, or their first service pack for the 350 I should say uh, so the article off FS Elite reads, uh, popular aircraft designer Milvis have released their first service pack for their King Air 350i add-on for prepared 3D. Uh, there is an extensive change log over on the Mil- uh, Milvis forms detailing what you can expect to see in the latest version of the turboprop. There aren't any major changes announced but there are a wide array of similar fixes that have been mostly concrete on the flight management systems, avionics and some visual tweaks. Uh, The aircraft was originally released in December 2019 
and the 350 adds on a faithful rendition of the famous Beechcraft Super King Air family and boasts a full FMS 3000 with true glass integration and realistic sounds. Uh, existing customers can uh, grab this update for free off the Millviz uh, website. But if you want to see the change logs, head over to the Millviz forms and you can find them there. Nardo uh, MD80, which I talked about last episode, uh, has shared on their dedicated Facebook page uh, screenshots and a short video of their upcoming uh, EFB for the Fly the Mad Dog add-on. Uh, the preview shows the FB uh, used with the Navigraph charts. Uh, a Leonardo developer further stated that the FB would include takeoff performance calculators and a full list of the features will be announced later on. On a side note, the, further, uh, the developer further added that they will be given for free to all users um, through an update and it will include in an upcoming training edition hinting that the, the next expansion for the Mad Dog um, make sure to stay tuned uh, on FS Elite for the news uh, regarding it and based on the sim mark cost for something look it's from a you can buy the Mad Dog from about 37 euros to 95 euros so obviously Leonardo are continuously up trying to upgrade their MD-80 as a lot of um, real-life MD-80s get phased out of service due, uh, due during the pandemic at least. So it would be quite interesting to see how well the EFB works. And for our FSC guide of the week, I'll be talking about crating and burying aircraft. Now, one of the things that a lot of first aircraft owners will find is that they can never find an aircraft that will be close enough to their FBO or place that they want to fly. Now I've seen quite a lot recently in the forms of various new pilots they're deciding to buy aircraft halfway around the world and then crating them and that will normally be something like a Cessna 152 or a Piper Tomahawk. Now the problem with crating is once it's been contracted and put into a crate you can't undo the crating process until it gets to the other side and um, so you're chosen FBO with a maintenance facility now one of the big problems is having the time to ferry it over now there are a number of ferry companies and startup ferry companies even that will offer to take your crates and fly them but at the end of the day, if you're a single man operation, say, uh, it would be very hard to locate first off an aircraft. Uh, normally it would be something like a Fairchild C119 or a C130 Falcon, F, uh, Falcon 7X. But normally, as I said, you can't find those aircraft easily. They'll be hidden away for private rent or they will be within the thousands to hire over the hour. So one of my big suggestions for new players is to look look for aircraft that yes might be more expensive but close to the base. Recently, I was looking at buying a Cessna 172 to add to my Northern FBO fleet. Now, the cheaper ones, which normally about 150 odd grand, were based either in the US or the UK. Now, if say you you buy a plane in the US and you want to fly it over to the UK, that's fine enough. 
172 will have the range to get to the UK. Whereas if you look at something like New Zealand, uh, 172 would have to be crated. And then you have, the, again, the trouble of bringing the aircraft over. So uh, that's something to bear in mind whenever you're buying an aircraft. Also, do have a look into uh, ferrying companies. There are a lot of ferrying companies that um, advertise themselves on the FSC form for quite decent prices as well. And in today's episode uh, of Plane of the Week, we'll be looking at the Carinado Waco uh, YMF5. And that's a two-seater biplane that is widely around uh, available for use uh, on the wonderful world of FSC and it's based off again the world uh, world equivalent of the WACO. Now it's a uh, biplane, it's as I said twin seat and will often uh, cruise about 180 knots using uh, 14 gallons per hour off the FSC website at time of uh, recording. Now the Caronado uh, Waco 5 um, currently retails for 1995 US dollars. There are a couple of requirements uh, including 2 gig of RAM and at least uh, FSX with uh, acceleration pack 1 and 2 um, or FSX Steam Edition. Now of course this aircraft while would be good for say your smaller rare run-of-the-mill jobs uh, so for example for us it would be taking people up north to Kerry Kerry from our uh, Kiwi station base you would have to look very carefully at this because remember you can only take one passenger and while 180 knots seemed quite fast for a biplane in the cruise it would turn out to be very inefficient fuel wise especially obviously if first you don't uh, own the FBO where you'd be picking up the fuel basically for free so overall I wouldn't highly recommend this aircraft unless you just want it in your FSC fleet or to lease as a first aircraft but it's always something to keep in mind uh, normally they're about uh, 50 to six, uh, 50 to 90 grand currently looking on the aircraft for sale page on the FSC game world so I think definitely be a try before you buy type aircraft uh, if you're looking to add this into the, the fleet next week we'll be looking at the Alibo uh, Cessna 207 